the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Wick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers watching folks. Uh, everybody likes that ice plant. Um, and uh, we've had a lot of folks talk about that today, but that's in the uh, one of the sale items in the one-gallon container. See, that is what she's, she's looking at is the ice plant. Um, but lots of folks out here, uh, lots of tomatoes, all kinds of good stuff. So come on out and visit with us at 1604 and Bull Road. And uh, it's cool and cloudy. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it was, does 281 still? Well, no. Oh, good. Okay, you got. You did okay. That's why I made it on time. No good. <laughs> But, yeah, so uh, give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world at 210-308-8867. We're going to get a report in just a little while on how the blood drive did. Uh, so uh, Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll tell you more about some of the activities that are coming up here at Mill Burgers. And uh, Calvin and Jerry will tell you a little bit about the upcoming gardening essentials class that's uh, happening with the gardening volunteers of South Texas. So. And I'll even tell you some of the plants that are on sale here at you know, Burger. So lots of stuff. Where do we want to start, guys? Well, there's a, a design school we didn't talk about. Uh, oh, let's, <laughs> let's talk about September that. September 14th. Right. It's sponsored uh, by the Garden Volunteers of South Texas and co-sponsored by San Antonio Water System and uh, uh, Trinity Glenrose Water um, Underground Water District. And it's at the Pearl... And it's from 8.30 to 1.30, 8.30 in the morning to 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, the fee is $30 per individual. Two, uh, two people from the fame, same household can attend for $50. And, of course, it's the classic design school that they've given uh, quite often. You get uh, uh, three in-color uh, handouts with uh, plant ideas, ideas, and then you get... Uh, uh, landscaping uh, publication. Plus, they offer, also offer the individual, uh, they don't call it counseling anymore, individual uh, uh, chatting about the uh, your particular landscape and the issues you have, and and they'll give you some specific attention. So that's uh, September 14th. Go to the uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas website if you want more information. Gardeningvolunteers.org. All right, 210-308-8867. We have lots of stuff to tell you about, uh, but uh, I guess right now you want to talk about what's on sale? <laughs> well, as I was walking up, walking 
through the nursery. It sounds coming, like, sounds like you're going to break into a song. As I was walking up the I nursery. Was, I was looking and seeing what's blooming. What's blooming and beautiful. Okay. And uh, the, the bloomingest thing out there now in the nursery is Thrialis. Oh. It's Thrialis. Okay. I don't know how long those blooms last on that thing. Well, you but, know, uh, it's it's solid bloom and continues to be showy every week. Yeah. Now, if you're if you got it in a, a, a soil that's not the best, like my neighborhood, the uh, heat is getting to it. The dry. Oh, is that right? Yeah. No, not necessarily the heat, but uh, the fact that we haven't had rain. Shallow soil, no reservoir, basically. Oh, okay. So, so it's they, drying out. So they're, yeah, they're losing their blooms. Um, even uh, Esperanza has dropped some leaves. Yeah, that that came in second. As, as yeah, the bloom, yeah. It's their uh, gold star Esperanza. Uh, I, uh, like I was saying yesterday, I got a, a picture from... Uh, Dr. Lineberger, the head of the department over there, and he was showing me uh, the bush morning glory in the uh, in, that's, that's full bloom. Yeah. Is yours blooming, Milton? No. Milton! I know. Is it sun? Is it too dry? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> most, most bush morning glory are in full bloom. Well, yeah. and the, uh, the fl- uh, flare. Uh, we were talking about yesterday too that the uh, flare um, hibiscus. Yeah, it's right. really pretty spectacular. It's still blooming for you. Oh yeah, yeah, it's blooming, uh, blooming well. And uh, what time? I guess they're kind of uh, a little bit like the uh, poinciana or the Pride of Barbados. Yeah, uh, kind of related to the. The amount of light during the, the hours of light during the day. Yeah. In terms of what what end, when their bloom ends. Well, yeah. Uh, it it goes dormant in in a short day uh, light situation. Even if you put it in the greenhouse, a, a perennial hibiscus. If you put it in the greenhouse and don't let it freeze, it'll still go dormant. And. Uh, but but my point about uh, the A uh, and M uh, Memorial Garden over there is uh, I, I sent that picture to uh, David Rodriguez and uh, he told him he he wrote back that it doesn't look like they've got uh, the true gold star Esperanza at the Texas A and M. Memorial uh, Garden. Did he, how, how did they he take write that? to them or just to you? Uh, did he let them know that? Or yeah, uh, you know David. He'll he'll let you know something. Uh, but uh, so it it may be that we have to go over there and dig it up and uh, make them throw it away hmm. and get them a true gold star Esperanza. So that it ha- even it happens to even the the best of us. So uh, we we can't have that, <laughs> but uh, there we yeah. know there's a uh, as Milburgers are the true gold star because they're full of blooms yeah. all the time. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Small plants. And they're, good. they're full of bloom now. Hey, hang on to that comment. We got and they're t- on sale now. They are on sale. How much they're on sale for? So is the Thryalis. $14.88. Which one? Was $24.99. But which one? Which one? Is that the, the Gold, Gold Star? Star? Okay. The Thryalis is... Wait a minute, hold it. And Thryalis is deer-resistant. Oh, gosh, yeah. And uh, it's fourteen eighty-eight too. All right. Cool. Well, Twenty-four ninety-nine, and they work very well together too. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. Hey, we got Lonnie on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. What's going on, Lonnie? Yes, good afternoon. Uh, well, I'm afraid this is a, a, a condition known as self-imposed uh, <coughs> disaster. Uh, I planted uh, what is it called? Uh, is it tuxedo or the one that wasn't supposed to tycoon? come back. And it, uh, tycoon, yes. Tycoon, thank tycoon you. Tycoon to my plan- yeah. Yes, I planted six tycoon. They were doing very well, were, and uh, in a raised Uh-oh. bed. And uh, then I got into my dumb, <clears throat> dumb head that uh, perhaps I needed to put a little, uh, has to grow more than a little. I didn't I didn't follow label directions. I, I just poured a great deal on there. And then I put what I should have done and left alone, I guess, would be to uh, uh, mulch, mulch it very, very heavily. And the next thing I know, I see my plants begin, beginning to just uh, die. Um, they were not uh, nice and dark and green. They simply began to, to decline, simply. Uh, and, and and that combination, do you think that's what did it in? Did they wilt? Did they wilt before yes. they died? Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. Wilted before they died, yes. How long did it take after you put the house to grow on? Oh, I guess uh, uh, about a week. Wow. Did you uh, re- remind me, is has to grow one of the soluble's or is it just yeah, it was, yes, it was a liquid. It's a liquid that, you know, where you, you press the bottle and you squeeze it up into a little smaller, the amount yeah. that you're supposed to apply. Yeah. Yes. Huh. I would have, I if you'd have asked that question before you told me, <laughs> told me the plants died, I would think that you couldn't. Couldn't apply too much astrograph. Well, and I also think it's, it would be hard to do if, uh, in this kind of weather, we have to be watering those tomatoes every day. Were you watering them every day? Uh, no, I watered them. You know, I did the finger test. And if it, if it was wet, I didn't water. Good. Okay, even though, okay, they weren't wilted or anything, huh? Uh, no. And, and, and what I've noticed is even when they began to wilt, uh, uh, I, I would say dying because it would appear to me they were not going to make it. Uh, that uh, uh, I checked the water level and it was still a little damp. So I said, "Well, it's possible it needs water, but I don't really think so." But I, so I did water, and then that only exacerbated pro- the problem. Hmm. Yeah, that's <clears throat> now that we we do it we do it quite a bit with. Uh, Regular fertilizer. Yeah. What, what did you What did you plant? Did you plant uh, what size plants? Did you plant large? These were old plants. I got I got them. I think it was uh, August thirty first. But they all 
They all died. How many did you have? Six? Well, I, I still have two. And my uh, my dilemma uh, this afternoon <clears throat> is whether uh, to chance uh, some... I, I got some Sunbright, and I have a couple of those, and I've, I said, well, I don't know if there's anything in the soil that's causing this problem, but I'm wondering if I should plant a couple of them in the, the now vacated plots where the... Uh, the uh, uh, tuxedo was tuxedo. Is that I, tycoon? I, I know, tycoon. 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 It, was, it, it was in pots. I'm sorry. They were no, in containers. Pots. No, they were in the little you know the little uh, pea pots within the little black plastic things that you see in the nurseries. And I, I take them. I take them out of the black pot, of course, and and I also dispose of the peat so that so it's just direct. Direct uh, uh, soil, um, the direct soil that the tomato is planted in, you know, with the root ball and all that. That's that goes directly in contact with the soil. Okay, uh, tell me how you dispose of the peat, the peat pot. I just peel it off. I just peel it off and throw it away. Hmm. And and you started out with a gallon container, gallon size container. Oh goodness no! Uh, it's a six pack. I had six tomato plants. Yeah, well the pea pots. Oh, they were in pea pots. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, uh, and and how how soon after you transplanted them did they die? Well, varied. I have uh, out of six. I now have two that uh, are, are are still there. So uh, I guess uh, over a period of about well, it's now what is this August the eighteenth. So um, I suppose it's been um, uh, perhaps uh, two weeks, three weeks, maybe two to three weeks. Yes. Hmm. That's slow. Doesn't it? Doesn't seem to be. Yeah. I wouldn't expect it to be slow like that. Usually, if you get I'm that sorry, fertilizer burn, I didn't hear you. You expect me to do what? Oh, I wouldn't expect the when usually when we experience that fertilizer burn, mm-hmm. it's quite it's really quick. It burns the vascular system around the the plant base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so you don't you know it wouldn't be a three week transition usually. Yeah, it would have been more uh, sudden than that, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if you didn't damage the root system when you took those peat pots off. Well, I've done that for several years, uh, Doctor Parson, and it's never, mm-hmm. never had any problem. Of course, yeah. as you say, uh, in the investment world, past performance is no predictor of <laughs> future. <laughs> what? Future. <laughs> when you pull, when the those that died, when you pulled them out, what was the root system? Oh, just, just dried up little. Shriveled up, nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering about just the uh, enough water. water. Uh, you yeah. know, do you do you water it with drip irrigation or do you water yes, it by I hand drip, or drip, drip irrigation? Yes. Yeah. So you it's you would water it an hour, hour a day right or usually or. Uh, well, <clears throat> for instance, I I had to go to work when I on the morning that I planted the tomatoes. And I, I just didn't have much time. So and and I had not pre-watered the uh, bed, 
So uh, what I did was once I put the uh, tomato plants in, then I left the drip on for, mm, I, it could have been as long as four hours. Okay. And they looked fine the next day. There was no problem. They were not wilty. Yeah. They were. And then when did the fertilizer go on? Right the same time? Uh, no. Uh, about roughly a week later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm uh, Calvin. We're struggling with the idea that uh, has to grow, that has to grow, killed them. Uh, first of all, that that? first of all, stop that taking those peat pots off. Oh, that 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 recommendation came from somebody that uh, that uh, didn't know what they were talking about. As far as uh, the plant growing out of the peat pot, mm-hmm. so stop that. Yeah, the okay. little bit of a chance that a wicking is really yeah. easy to overcome. You yeah. just cover the soil and emulsion too. But okay. uh, I'm like Calvin. I I think that uh, it has something to do with the water regime. But uh, with that said, you can go ahead and uh, replant or plant those plants that you have left yes. in the same spot that you lost those ha- uh, okay, tycoons. Okay, that's, that's what I really wanted to know. If that was yeah. But don't take the peat pots off. But okay, don't take well, the peat pots off. Peat pots uh, remain. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, and the, the, the thing about when it's, you get to 100 degrees every day. Oh, yeah. You, you're, there's uh, all kinds of stresses and challenges that, yes. you know, if it was 85, that tomato plant wouldn't, wouldn't even, probably wouldn't even have shown any symptoms or any problems. But, yeah, but 100 degrees means that, Texas, you know, South Texas in yeah. August. All right. Such is life. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, and water, water right at the base of the plant until uh, oh, yeah. well, a couple of a couple of three weeks. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Good luck. Thanks, Thanks Lonnie. So you okay. take care. All right, we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we'll be right back on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. You know what? There's always something great happening at Millburgers. And Saturday, August 31st, there are two great things happening at Millburgers. First, there's the kids' gardening class from 10 to 11. And it's entitled Fall Vegetable Planting for Kids. So you can guess it's going to teach your children how to grow their own vegetable garden. It's from 10 to 11. There is no cost. But we do ask that you RSVP by calling 210 497 3760. Also that day from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on August 31st, the Lions Club will be doing free screenings 
for you. Free vision screenings at Millburgers to test your eyes and make sure it's okay. And this one is for kids and adults. So be sure to come by and also bring a pair of used glasses that you're not using anymore to donate to the Lions Club and help them achieve their mission. For more information on both these events, go to MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. Your child's education is one of the most important things they'll ever receive. And now on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com, you can get great deals on tuition to some of the area's best Christian schools. Just click on the Discount Tuition button and get information and pricing on limited-time deals from Salem Sayers Christian Academy, Trinity Christian Academy, and River City Christian Schools. Save money and give your child the Christian education they need for a bright future. Check out the discounted tuition deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210 308 That's 210-308-0800 or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com, W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. If you're looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio, then come down and see us today at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We are proudly veteran-owned and operated and care deeply about professionalism and your privacy. I'm Tony Arterburn, and as owners of Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange, my wife Melissa and I buy all of our gold and silver coins and bullion direct from the trading floor to give you the most up-to-date pricing. And when it's time to sell your gold and silver items, we pay you top dollar. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange also accepts and deals in Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text us today for more info or to set an appointment. 888-667-1836. That's 888-667-1836. Or go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. We're here with Charles Jolly of Advanced Custom Windows. You describe yourself as detailed and efficient. What does that mean? In our in-home consultation, we ask them what they want and what they need and answer any questions along the way. Essentially, our products sell themselves. I am only there to help educate and make sense of all the options and numbers that many people may get lost in. That's why when you choose Advanced Custom Windows, you're making the smart choice to clear savings. Advanced Custom Windows, 866-239-9220 or online at advancedcustomwindows.com. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Let me old ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, Welcome back to Mailburgers. 
Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, the answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Look at that fellow out there. Look at it. Look at it. He just put a whole flat of peppers in his, in yeah. his uh, tray, in his uh, cart. Cool. Underneath uh, eight. Uh, one gallon tomato. Tomatoes, yeah, yeah. I think he decided to go garden this fall. Oh, he's very, good. very smart, and he's a Longhorn. Well, yeah. that's that's. Uh, is that uh, possible? The same, you know, smart Absol- and Longhorn. Absolutely. And, I was going to tease him and suggest that he probably needed a little few extra plants if he was at, uh. Uh, from University of Texas, but I decided not to when I saw him. Filling up his uh, wagon. Yeah, let's let's let him be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Okay. You were talking. Let's see. We talked about Gold Star Esperanza on sale. Theralis on Theralis. sale. What else was blooming when you were walking back? Did you? They cut the roses back. Oh, did and, they? Okay. We we didn't talk about Calvin's article in yesterday's paper. Okay, but he uh, wrote an article on trimming back the uh, roses for the fall, and uh, I, it's it's, <laughs> uh, see, I, I, you said it's time to prepare the roses for the fall, so uh, you can you can you can cut them back now. You can prune them back now a little bit. But uh, they're really not going to push buds and, until the temperature cool. Yeah, you uh, you think they may react to the hundred and two degrees? Yeah, right. Uh, the the weather said we're going to be hundred to first part of this week. And then we're going to drop down to ninety eight degrees. Wow, oh, that'll be nice. Cool. <laughs> Um, but, but the feel-like temperature is No, still. don't even go there. But plants don't worry about the feel-like You're out, you, you, uh We debated about this last weekend, I think, whether middle of August or 1st of September is the best time to do that trimming. But that, that's what we concluded. It, when it's weather like this, it really doesn't matter. I mean, right. Because you're, you're preparing them for the time when the temperatures are going to be mild enough for them to take advantage of it and put out new foliage and uh, and the new blooms. They look yeah. pretty sad, even the tough. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, they're they're they they're feeling this heat. Yeah, we should start giving uh, the the temperature in Celsius. <laughs> It'll feel bad. It's 30, uh, Thirty-two degrees. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, they. Uh, the the roses uh, suffer because of the hot nighttime temperatures, as, oh. do, as do tomatoes too. So uh, these hot nighttime temperatures are are a killer on roses. I I'm kind of torn between uh, pruning roses when it's hot like now, and waiting a couple of weeks till the till the temperatures cool down a little bit. I don't. I don't guess it matters, but uh, uh, like Calvin said, they they look pretty pretty tough now. Well, and that's in terms of the gardener, it's pretty. It's not very practical to be out there pruning. That's true. Roses at this kind of weather either. 
but if you you know in the evening uh, but some some folks do, do it every every year at this time and others are a little more flexible dep- depending on what yeah. when the uh, weather it doesn't take long you're not going to you, hopefully you're not going to be doing a too much pruning on them you're just getting dead wood out and open them up a little bit and clearing their some of the stems from the paths and things yeah hopefully you'll have some new growth then uh, I want before we get away from our last caller uh, Kevin and I were talking about off the air uh, what he what he probably did wrong and uh, I've warned y'all about it for the last couple of weeks is if you're going to plant tomatoes regardless of uh, the size they are but especially if they're in pea pots uh, the, uh, you need to pre-irrigate pre-irrigation is important uh, and you cannot you cannot pre-irrigate sufficiently with drip irrigation so uh, before you plant your garden there people, people like to planting that nice fluffy soil but uh that fluffy soil doesn't uh doesn't uh carry water like it should it doesn't uh absorb water like it should so pre-irrigate about a week before uh you're going to plant and then you then you can use supplemental irrigation like drip irrigation to take care of the young plants while they're getting established. Now, uh, he brought up that uh, peat pot thing, which is a kind of a pet, pet peeve of mine. Uh, that uh, and we've planted tens of thousands of peppers and uh, tomatoes in peat pots commercially. And, and in the garden, but uh, and not losing one, not losing one. And anybody that tells you that they don't grow out of the peat pot, I had uh, I had the uh, uh, whatever Dr. Lineberger, the guy that's the head of the Department of Horticulture now. I pulled up a. I pulled up a blue bonnet, which were also grown. The blue bonnet transplants are also grown in peat pot. And the peat pot, which is compressed peat, was still there. When I pulled the plant up, we were culling the plant. And uh, he said, look, it never grew out of the peat pot. Well, I'm pulling up a plant that's... uh, 12 inches tall and uh, 14 inches wide full of bloom and they won't they won't grow in the peat pot I mean you couldn't grow a plant that big yeah, in so a it two, had to grow out of two inch peat pot so uh, anybody that tells you that they don't grow out of the peat pots are lunatics they hadn't they hadn't thought of the thing. So uh, a scientific uh, assessment <laughs> yeah. of the situation. You've got to have it pre-irrigated uh, and uh, and plant the peat pot where it will not wick or or take the water from the root system. Yeah, I get real uh, nervous about when you're when it's a hundred degrees out and they're manipulating the root those roots. Yeah. 
you know, we, we always like to get them as much root intact into the ground, into the uh, moist ground, and let, let them deal with the heat there and with sufficient irrigation as you proceed. Yeah, don't don't short them on the irrigation either. The yeah, few the, pennies you save is uh, really p- puts and, them in a stress. And don't some. plant the plants dry. In other words, don't don't. Uh, a lot of people uh, let pea pots dry out before they plant them. Now that's 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 hard. They're hard to wet after they yeah. after they're in the soil. So especially uh, we we system. used to recommend uh, soaking them. And you know, soaking them before you plant them. That does, yeah, and that works well. And uh, but but we're, we're now that uh, Milberg has, has switched to four and a half inch, especially in the fall. Now the you know the one of the things that also makes it easier if you're planting these one gallon containers. Uh-huh. You know, you you you're not getting real have to get real tricky with it. You got enough reservoir there. You're right. To get it in the ground, and then you can do your irrigation. You're still going to have to irrigate that every day for a while. And you know, you know what type, what plants they use in those gallons? Tomatoes? They, no, they use peat pots. Oh yeah, to get them. They're planted in. Out, they're planted out. in peat pots, then shift to the gallon. Huh. Well, that, what I like is you rarely, unless you dig in the the. Pot yeah. there, you really rarely see the pea pot at all. Oh no, no. Hi, Trace. Hello. <laughs> What's going on? I'm just hearing things. So I came up. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what'd you hear? I was thinking that we might need that uh, to put that thing back on the about the views of our. Oh, okay. Disclaimer. You know, you know yeah, you know where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> but, but he straightened out, so I stopped. Okay. There cool. you go. Well, what's going on this week at Millburgers? Well, uh, it's a great week. Where there are some cold weather vegetables out there, cool weather vegetables. Oh, all right. Really? Out. What do you got? Uh, Can't you hear them screaming? Whoa. Broccoli, cauliflower. All right, broccoli, uh, huh? Yep. Yeah, uh, I sold almost all the broccoli, so I got some more coming. Okay. Good. Uh, great selection on peppers, and as you mentioned, uh, tomato plants. Uh, the gallon selection is where they need to be at. So yeah. It's, it's a pretty good selection. Including the dwarf cherry surprise. And oh, really? And That's good. Uh, I, I saw a guy load a whole flat of peppers. That's the, good. The, uh, in in his cart, under his cart, in the lower part of his cart. He was Longhorn too. <laughs> there you go. I guess I guess they were bells. I don't know. You, you've got uh, jalapenos and bells. Right? Oh, we got and serranos and poblano. I think there's like. Okay. There's like 12, 13 different varieties of peppers out there. Yeah. And like I say, uh, now, uh, you plant them now, don't expect, uh, and in fact, I'm very happy that uh, we don't have a lot of blooms or fruit on these gallon containers. And that's because of the hot weather. Uh, but uh, you want them to develop a root system before they start having fruit. Uh, and I, I was reading Neil Sperry's uh, uh, question, uh, newsletter, and he was talking about planting uh, uh, marigolds and uh, celosia and things like that. But he was recommending 
that you uh, that you not get plants with blooms on because it slows the growth. But uh, that's hard to find these days. Well, it's uh, it's hard to get the customers to agree, yeah, agree to right, that. They right. want they want to buy it with a bloom on it. Yeah, they don't they don't necessarily do what's best for the plant. They just want instant color. But uh, I've uh, we've had we've had some uh, marigolds out here with yeah, blooms about, on them. Well, I had about twenty flats. Yeah, yesterday I think I got two or three flats left without blooms. Well, period. I had marigolds. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. There was some blooming. Yeah. But uh, uh, the, once the things start blooming and having fruit, like tomatoes and everything else, uh, it goes into a fruiting cycle, which uh, slows them down a little bit, stunts them. Uh, oh, I didn't know where we were going. So. Yeah. What else, Trace? You got you mentioned the cold water, or the cool weather vegetables and stuff. Uh, still a great selection on Cecil Pena. There's two more going out right there. So Cecil Pena is that Mexican bird of paradise, the one a real pretty one with the uh, yellow and orange. Oh, okay. And uh, let's see, what else did we get in there? Um, we talked about Thrallis was pretty. Yeah, Thrallis pretty. The Durantis gorgeous. And y'all um, cut the roses back. Yes, tapiocas. Uh, we got some Sestrum orange peel in. That's a, a night blooming jasmine. That's a, oh okay. It's a, a yellowish orange uh, look and smell. Oh smells really? More, it smells more like citrus trees. All right. Uh, let's see what else. Anything else new? Ta- well, I, tapioca. I, we yeah. got in some tapiocas. Oh yeah, very good. How's yeah. our plant of the weekend doing? Uh, I visited it this morning and how, how was it? They uh, the numbers on the one gallon have gone down some, but not not dramatically. So that we still got it. Okay. So what is our plant of the, the weekend? weekend. <laughs> oh. Okay. So plant of the weekend is American Beautyberry. Right. That's a, a perennial that works well in the shade. Can get relatively tall. And it uh, can fill up a good-sized space. But what I like the most about it is, for fall, the the berries that it produces turn a brilliant royal purple. Mm-hmm. If you uh, go online and look at it, it really is pretty. So when I was looking at them this morning, the the uh, three-gallon all still have the purple. The uh, one-gallon all still have the berries, but the ones that were purple have already been picked through so oh. they're going to turn purple very soon but uh if you want the purple on it now that would be in the three gallon okay and uh, how much are they in each one one gallon 6.99 three gallon 19.99 i don't think the deer eat those i believe it's on the resistant list somewhere well the birds certainly do birds love them yeah yeah that's the one of the did they call you yet no not that i know of okay so if you're interested in one, come on and pick them up. How many? I'm sorry. Remind me how many. Uh, there was about five of the three-gallon. I think we're around about ten on the Okay, the, the so not a lot. Uh, so come on, get them. Or if you know you want one, call 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. And uh, they'll tell them, you know, hey, I want one of those uh, American Beauty Berries that Trace was talking about. Uh, but I can't be there tomorrow. Well, they'll put it aside for you. So, okay. no problems. Uh, we've been working on our saws bed. 
Oh, good. So, tell, uh, why? Tell us what that means. Well, uh, all right. So Saws is offering that rebate again. Mm-hmm. So if you remove 200 square foot of grass, uh, cap any sprinkler system that's in the area, uh, they will give you a $100 voucher that's good towards the purchase of 15 plants uh, and the uh, the specific list of plants. And we have them all gathered in one spot so you can see them all. Right, uh, as well as really other good. places, and when they're actually in the other places, we have toppers on them, saying that they're on that list. So it's even as you walk around, you can see a lot of the things that are are uh, on it. And what but are toppers? On our signs, that okay, pops up and says uh, uh, saws. Good, good. Um, so anyway, that started. All right, so they, they I think Thursday is when they were able to do it. So. Uh, you can go online if you're if Saws is your water provider, and you can get yourself set up for this. And we always encourage everybody to do it early because that's the best selection. Uh, as we get late in the year, a lot of the things we can't find them, and and yeah, if you're yeah. still using it, your selection will be you're missing out limited. Yeah. Hey, on August 31st, too, we've got the uh, kids' gardening class, fall vegetable planting for kids from 10 to 11. Mary will be teaching that. Uh, there's no cost, but because seating is limited and because there's hands-on activities, uh, Millburgers asks that you make you do an RSVP by uh, calling 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and say so you'll be there. And the same day from 9 until 3, so pretty much all day here at the nursery, the Lions Club is going to be here doing their free vision screenings at Millburgers for kids and adults. Uh, and they'll be doing all kinds of screenings, and so those are really important, especially uh, with back to school coming. You may want to know. And if you uh, don't have uh, kids, but you've got old glasses, uh, or we need you to come by too, because that's what the Lion Club does. They collect those frames and glasses, and uh, they help uh, distribute it to those who uh, who can't get them on their own. So that's uh, go to MillburgerNursery.com for more information on that, MillburgerNursery.com. Trace, what else? Has we, anything exciting? Oh, you mentioned the vegetables that were coming in. What else is coming in? Anything? Well, that's that was pretty much the, the exciting okay. part for this week. Uh, we did get in some plants that we haven't had for a while, like oh, da- good. Dominita, uh, yellow flower right out there. That's a oh, good, okay. Uh, Texas native, and it's part of the saws package, so it was almost uh, timely that they became oh, yeah. available again. We have uh, had more people either bring us the ice plant or stop by it than. Uh, that's a neat one, right? The yeah. One brought you. Yeah, that's a it's a variegated ice plant. So we're down to about ten of those. So it's a uh, it's got the normal like a uh, hearts and flowers kind of leaf. So it's a, like a big purslane leaf, but it's green and white variegated, and it still has that real pretty little red bloom and then we have the plain green one with the red bloom and we have the one that looks more like portulaca with a purple bloom called cooper's Ooh, that's so cool. if you're not familiar with ice plant that's a it's a great succulent ground cover normally perennial here and if you ever have driven through california you'll see lots of it on the sides of the road there they use it to oh. grass you know at uh here out there on the beaches it grows but here it, uh, it looks like it would be perfect for an intimate little garden, you know, kind of sun. Rock even, garden. Yeah, in a garden where uh, I think it would take the blast of an afternoon sun. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love it. And uh, it would work, look look good. And uh, 
and uh, be easy to take care of. And those are actually on our uh, perennial sale. Yeah. So uh, they're regular six ninety nine, and they are four eighteen. And if you buy a, a five or better, I believe it drops to five. Yep. Uh, it's twenty dollars for five or more. And then on that, that's on the perennial sale. So if I get three lantana and two ice plants, I'm at five, right? Yeah. Good. I don't have to buy five lantana. But what makes this extra special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is if they're doing the sauce thing. Yeah. No, this is good. A lot of these items are on the sauce package, so they can actually. Uh, they can get out of it with uh, using some of the extra money for the mulch that's needed. Yeah, so they do have to put a cubic yard of mulch over it, so uh, they can they can benefit on both ends of that. No, it's a, well. You, and listen, if you want to, uh, if you're interested in learning more about that, just come on over to Millburgers and ask anybody, and they can explain which plants are on at the sauce package, all that good stuff to you too. So and and even do the math for you. But yeah, you're right. I think you have to buy 15 plants. You have to buy 15 plants. Well, that, at, at $4 each now, if you're buying 15, that's a lot better than, you know. Yep. And, yeah. and then the leftovers, the, you don't want to ever leave it on the table, so you use it to, to get mulch that you're going to have to have anyway. Yep. And that's good with the SAW's website. That landscaping le- website is a good place to get ideas, too. And, uh, uh, you know, they, there's plans. There's actually plans on there and lots of... Uh, Sign up for that weekly newsletter they've got. That's got kind of an interesting thing, too. Cool. All right. Thanks, Trace. You're welcome. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. I'm Milton Glick with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know what? There's always something great happening at Millburgers. And Saturday, August 31st, there are two great things happening at Millburgers. First, there's the kids' gardening class from 10 to 11. And it's entitled Fall Vegetable Planting for Kids. So you can guess it's going to teach your children how to grow their own vegetable garden. It's from 10 to 11. There is no cost. But we do ask that you RSVP by calling 210-497-497. 3760. Also that day from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on August 31st, the Lions Club will be doing free screenings for you. Free vision screenings at Millburgers to test your eyes and make sure it's okay. And this one is for kids and adults. So be sure to come by and also bring a pair of used glasses that you're not using anymore to donate to the Lions Club and help them achieve their mission. For more information on both these events, go to MillburgerNursery.com MillburgerNursery.com Your life is an important one. Here at 930 AM The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world as truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then, record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. 
Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, if it's uh, you've got a, a insect problems or pest problems, uh, give Spider-Man Pest Control a call because uh, they're going to do two things. If you heard Warren yesterday, first of all, it sounds like folks are having really bad ant problems. And uh, there were two things that he mentioned that were the key that uh, make him so successful in helping uh, homeowners get rid of uh, insects. But one, he said, one was proper identification. So you don't want to treat the wrong ant. You want somebody who's got experience and uh, and knowledge about the different varieties of ants, the different species, uh, or any insect. And they've got that at Spider-Man Pest Control. And two, you want them to look at the situation as a whole, not just to spray the situation and kill them right there. And that's good. But then where are they coming in? Why are you getting these ants? Well, they're going to help you to determine that, too, at Spider-Man Pest Control and take care of that as well. So uh, it's a full solution. And that's why for a lot of people I say this, but I know it's true. When they find Spider-Man Pest Control, it's the last pest control company they use. They love them. They don't want to ever change. It's Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. And you'll find them online. At GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com or 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. If you don't have that number, uh, look it up online. And if you're not interested, not running around the Internet, you can call Al at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. The number to call. All right, so let me see. I'm going to send that back to Al. There you go. He's got the number, so give him a call. All right, what uh, else is going on? Uh, Neil, also, Neil also reminds us that uh, it's time to plant or dig up and transplant fall-flowering bulbs, such as spider lilies, uh, fall crocus, oxblood lilies, and surprise lilies. Uh, most of the time, it's hard to find bulbs of those. 
Yeah. Because uh, but if you if you got some and you wanted to divide them, now's the time to divide them. Okay. The problem is you don't know where they were. Oh. Or people forget where they were. Yeah. Uh, but if you marked them and wanted to divide your uh, plants, uh, now's the time to do it. Now, we've got the caladium bugs. Yeah, on sale. On sale for uh, two fifty a piece, and they're the mammoth big, big bugs. But uh, the ones he's talking about are the naturalizing bugs. Like. So just on that note, we, uh, we're hooking up with a crinum grower. All so right. Next, next year. Uh, That's great. We don't have exact dates, but next year we're going to have a great selection. Oh, my goodness. Crinum lilies. That'll be popular. I think so. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, no crinum has ever died. That's what Bill Welch says. Okay. And they're tough. They are tough. <laughs> if you if you if you if you kill a crinum, let us know. We'll put you in the history book. Woo! <laughs> I wonder if I've. Uh... <laughs> so, so you've no, never you, had one, apparently. Even okay. even you can't kill those. Now. Okay. But uh, that's that's exciting news because they are they're hard to find. They are. Uh. Is this a Texas grower or somewhere outside Texas? Uh, you know him. Oh, okay. The the bug person. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, they and they're they're slow to they're slow to be propagated, so uh, they haven't been on the market uh, in the past. And uh, the uh, Steve Lowe uh, used to work at the zoo and. And then at a botanical garden, now he's up around Bernie somewhere. Uh, I saw him the other day at uh, Paul Cox's funeral. And uh, he used to grow crinums, a few of them, and, uh, and, and sell, them, sell them into the market. But uh, they're, they're hard to dig. Once they get established, they got a long, big taproot. Once they get established, and uh, they they will not, <laughs> they're hard to dig. So uh, that's exciting news that uh, you've got a supplier. And uh, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about uh, when we talk about crinum, uh, well, one of them. Uh, the most popular would be spider lily. John Spider, my, a John Spider lily. They call it and uh, uh, Lone Star. Uh, Greg Grant, when he was with uh, Lone Star, he he talked them into growing them, and he had a special little bed of that uh, tropical giant and planted some around his house uh, and uh, in the shade. They 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 do pretty good in the shade. And uh, the inter- interesting thing about it was. When when Greg moved, uh, he decided he was going to dig them, dig some up, dig them up, and take them with him. And I ha- happened to be out there. Uh, I said, "Well, I'll help this little kid uh, dig up, dig up his little spider lily crocus." And uh, we dug trenches like saws d- d- dug to uh, <laughs> to put in the water main. I mean. And still had to cut them off at the root. So once they get established, 
in the shade or wherever, you got them. Yes. I mean, they, and they have they have a, a attractive attractive bloom. Yes, they do. So that's that's exciting news there, and uh, we we need more of our bulbs like that available. Uh, I, I don't. I think didn't didn't Curtis bring you some uh, spider? Uh, um, there are lilies. Yeah, there's yeah. spider lilies. No, I don't think no, no. spider lilies. It was another kind. I, uh, Yellow lily. Oh gracious. They come up when it rains. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Rain lilies. Rain yeah. lilies, yeah. Yeah, yellow ones, which are blooming now. That was, uh, th- th- those those were uh, two of the leaders of the Men's Garden Club. Oh, cool. Oh, good. Yeah, they were talking about the article. Uh, but they were women. That's right. <laughs> that's one of the inter- interesting issues. Uh, that half, half the membership and... Uh, at least half the leadership. Uh, yeah, I, I tried to get them to name, change their name to Persons Garden. Oh, yeah, that is that. Garden. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they voted that down. Yeah, that's it. Ladies, a, too. Yeah. Voted it down. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be some... Um, everybody that gets involved always, uh, you know, is always wondering about that. Why, we, why is that uh, an in- inaccurate... I guess it's a, well, it's the corporation too now, so yeah. it's a, much easier to keep it the way it is. Calvin got a lot of good information in yesterday's article about about the men's yeah, garden anniversary. Yeah, fifty years of uh, anniversary, and we we talk about here on this show, and uh, Millburgers is involved with gardening volunteers oh, in South yeah. Texas, men's garden club, youth gardening. Yep. And Master the, the the men's garden club of San Antonio was right. part of all of those, and were were was there first basically. Oh yeah, and uh, was part of provided the lead a lot of the leadership that helped organize and and uh, move those other organizations forward. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right, we'll get you caught up with the news. In the meantime, you give us a call and check out millburgernursery.com to find out more of some of the information we've talked about. Back in a moment on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our uh, phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308 8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So uh, come on by and uh, and visit with us, ask your gardening question in person, or uh, yep, just give us a call, 210-308-8867. What's happening on the okra, Jerry? We haven't heard much. I'm having trouble. Uh, you never imagine... Okra requiring irrigation every every day too, but mine just is that right? Wilts? Yeah, it wilts in the the uh, the fruit is uh, 
the pods doesn't get very the, the, yeah. yeah the okra pods at this time of the year uh, get mature at a shorter shorter length and so uh, again the way way to test them way to find out if that's happening is uh, of course you can start taking them shorter. But the way you harvest okra is, is you use a sharp knife or, or a pocket knife or something. And uh, when you cut the okra pods, if you can cut into the side of it without hearing crunching, uh, that means it's, uh, it's not fiber. It hasn't gotten uh, past maturity, past softness. So if it's still soft, the the pod is actually soft. Uh, you can go ahead and eat it. If you try to take some of those, it's hard to sink a knife in, penetrate a knife in, a knife blade. Uh, then uh, it'll be it'll be stringy. It'll be tough to eat. Uh, remember that. Uh, and you can test it while it's still on the on the plant. And if you test it and it's 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 fibrous on the plant, uh, you need to and you intend to harvest okra into the fall. You need to gotta cut all those that have mature over matured off. Well, okay. So it'll keep producing okra. If the if the okra plants uh, have quit producing okra all of a sudden that's fire ants that's the ants uh, uh, feeding on the bloom the uh, soft tissue of the bloom and uh, causing it to abort and not have okra so uh, just use one of those baits uh, if it's outside the garden or if you can find the main map you can use use a contact uh, drench to get rid of those fires, and then the okra will also come back into production uh, after you get rid of the ants. And also, when it turns a little bit cooler, okra is a hot weather crop, but uh, it likes it a little bit cooler. Yeah, even even for okra, 102 degrees is a little high. Yeah, the the pods will still not be as long. As they were in the spring when the plant was young and the temperatures were cooler, but uh, and uh, but okra will will decline as the day length gets shorter and the temperatures get cooler in the fall. And uh, the the law is <laughs> the law is you're supposed to have your okra cut down. And and uh, remove from the garden or from the field if you're a commercial grower by first uh, of November, like the cotton, like the cotton, to, to control the weevils. Hmm. So, uh, but but very few gardeners do that. So what what will happen is the okra just uh, just quits producing. And and loses the leaves. They start losing the leaves too. Well, and they're also pretty susceptible to nematodes. So watch. Oh yeah. Watch that and. Uh, yeah, when and, you pull them up. Yeah, just make sure you don't. 
Terry done now though does the whole plant have to go in the garbage or can you just cut off that the root system and then put the rest in the, the tops in the uh, compost pile where the, I think it's just the roots that's what I was thinking yeah so that that's a I know a lot of folks. however <laughs> I've seen commercial people just shred off the tops and not plow them down. So maybe it's just the, maybe it's the tops too. Hmm. Maybe it's only the top. Any of the, any of you uh, cotton growers or something can call in and uh, give us the exact date. I guess at that November first. Uh, it may be maybe earlier, but uh, I know I know when we had the South Texas Vegetable Day show, uh, that was a problem with having okra that late. But uh, uh, they had some entries. Uh, <laughs> Neil, Neil had a question in uh, this week's uh, newspaper about uh, a possum. Said uh, Somebody wrote in and said that they had a lush spasophilium on our deck. One night, several of the leaves disappeared entirely, leaving only stubs remaining. We brought the plant inside. Do you think it will recover? Will a possum eat the leaves? What kind of plant? Spasophilium. Oh. You know, the uh, iron plant. Can't imagine. Cast iron plant. But, uh, and Neil, Neil didn't much want to believe it was a possum. No, I wouldn't think so either. <laughs> but uh, uh, he, he recommended uh, have a hard trap, you know, to catch a possum. And uh, if you if you're trapping possums to use for Thanksgiving dinner, Milton, mm-hmm. you want you need to go ahead and uh, catch your possum and start feeding them corn and and feeding them uh, before you kill them in for the Thanksgiving harvest. Oh, that's why. Yeah, and the, and the re- you know the reason you feed them? No. You you want to make sure you know what they've been eating. Oh. Because possums have a tendency to be scavengers. Yes. Dead animals and okay. things like that. So you, do, you don't want that to ruin your Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. But uh, we have possum recipes on plantanswers.com. Well, and Tilly, Tilly my uh, West Highland... <laughs> uh, white terrier uh, caught another possum this morning. Oh, this morning? Yeah. I you mean, were telling me about the one digging yeah. into the brush pile. Yeah, and so that, that that's a good hunting dog. Well, that, on, on possums, I mean, uh. she, she, she can't ca- catch a squirrel for the life of oh, her. Oh no! But uh, but she just doesn't buy the the uh, what would you know when they pretend that they're they're dead. Yeah, what do they call that? They, yeah, they pre- pretend they're yeah, dead. Yeah, she just they didn't playing possum. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and she's sh- shaking, uh, shaking Even it all up. Even if they're dead, to, huh? you look look at that sweet little white dog. Uh. <laughs> such a savage, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, those and Jack Russells will do that kind of thing. They are a uh, lot of a lot of action in terms of uh, the. Uh, Wildlife out there, oh yeah, in this heat, in this heat, and the yeah, dry. they're coming after some yeah. water sources. Yeah, they're. I think uh, all their uh, f- food sources, it uh, kind of forces everything to make 
make some adjustments. Shelter, looking for more shelter, but also <clears throat> looking for uh, food. Nothing, nothing really in the garden. Yeah. No tomatoes yet. Uh, yeah. Fruits pe- <laughs> are done with the peaches. So uh, you can expect them uh, looking for your dog dog food dishes and uh, absolutely wandering around the patio. And Curtis Curtis called yesterday and said that he had he had trapped a skunk. Oof, that. Oh no. And and I I told Curtis I hoped he did the humane thing and uh, took the skunk away and released it into a wilderness area. I'm sure I'm sure he did. Um, I don't think he did. Oh, well, don't get don't get Curtis in trouble. <laughs> That's how he's. But anyway, skunks uh, skunks are, are 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 all around San Antonio. Well, and it's, uh, skunk is uh, really difficult because what do you do after you captured it? Yeah, yeah. And you gotta you gotta be careful. And uh, you know you have you ever trapped a skunk? I have, and uh, <laughs> I try to avoid it. Uh, <laughs> What did you do? Did you throw the use the old throw the blanket over the cage and technique? Yeah, yeah I tried that, and uh oh, and uh, <clears throat> I managed to I managed to uh, get it in the back of the pickup, and it was I haven't done it in San Antonio. I haven't had to do it, but uh, other places, and got it there. But it's always always. Precarious. You never know. Uh, to you me, st- you never still have know. trouble getting it out of the cage, right? Yeah, it takes a lot of time. You got to watch and where, where the thing is, and when you, it's got, <laughs> it's, you got to let it calm down and uh, <laughs> calming your skunk, man. Yeah. But, I, but I've, I, that's a good article. I, 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 I react the same way you like did that. to Curtis. You asked Curtis, "What did you do with it afterwards?" And I always ask that when people say, "Well, they just capture, they just catch them." Now we always want to. Uh, it doesn't, it's not as easy as that sounds. Yeah. It's not not like a raccoon. A raccoon yeah. raccoon's fierce and heavy, but uh, you can uh, e- easily uh, find some uh, wilderness ground for for a raccoon to yeah. loose without getting bit or sprayed. What Dor- Dorothy Weedy didn't she say she carried hers across four ten other side of four ten. Yeah, she generally was pretty tight-lipped on on her dis- uh, distribution. She caught uh, hundreds of those uh, raccoons. Well, yeah, she used to have a, a raccoon check. Yeah, hey. like, like notches uh, on, her little, <laughs> on her little chalkboard. It's unbelievable how many varmints are out there walking, running around after dark. But uh, I d- just put water and and dog food out for them, I guess, and uh, leave them alone. I, I, I've always been worried about one coming through my uh, doggy door. Mm. Oof, the, a yeah. skunk. Yeah. Yeah. Coming through my doggy door. Now, a raccoon would be more likely. Yeah, that's true. Um, either either one would be difficult to deal with. That's for sure. Uh, Neil had a good question about some somebody said that... Uh, they they dug up a redbud, a uh, redbud tree in on side on the side of a mountain in Arkansas about twelve years ago, and it did real well, but uh, then it then it began to decline and die. 
And uh, Neil said that's that's pretty common for a, a redbud to uh, reach a certain age. I was surprised it did as well as this guy described, person described, because Arkansas is acid soil, and we're alkaline soil. So uh, you want to use, uh, if you want a redbud, the one that'll live, and won't burn up in the summer, you know, that a lot of times the uh, eastern red buds at this time of the year when it's this hot, uh, the leaves are scorched. Leaves are scorched and, and burn and turn brown. But uh, if you use the uh, Mexican red bud or Oklahoma. the Oklahoma, Texas, or whatever, whatever they call it, red bud, which Millburger sells. I don't think Millburger sells eastern red bud. Not anymore. And that's good. Yeah. But there are some big box stores around that are getting getting yeah. selling eastern red red buds. So you want to uh, veer away from those. And and uh, if you like red buds, a lot of people do. Uh, plant them where they get uh, morning sun, afternoon shade. They they like a little. They're an understory tree in a lot of places. But this Mexican and uh, uh, Oklahoma Texas red bud. Can go out, grow out in full sun. I see them in the hill country, on the hillsides, uh, in the spring, uh, looking good uh, on the hillsides up there. Um, and then the people are worried about their trees, and uh, some somebody wrote in about uh, autumn autumn blaze red maple trees. I, 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 but when I read that question, I said, well, that, that's going to be easy to answer. They don't do well here. And, uh, you know, we had about two weeks ago, two weekends ago, we had a person up here asking you a question. I think it was after the show about their maple tree that they love. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was over here listening, and I said, it's going to die. You know, yeah, he was so helpful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna die. Well, but then the the, the problem was, it, you know, they, they they definitely did not want an answer like they're they're not adapted for this area and they're they're likely not to survive. He wanted to fine tune it. You know, well, how often should I water it? Yeah, uh, which fertilizer, which acidifies more the, the most? <laughs> and, you know, they had they had it in the shade, as I remember. Yeah. So. And it had lived for a couple of years, and they loved it. Yeah, well, and they were used to it from uh, where they came, moved from. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, when they, when the botanical garden did the, uh, let's see, what do they call it, Serenity Garden, the, the 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 Japanese rock garden that they have up there, that big area that uh, Paul Cox uh, oversee oversaw them uh, produce. Mm-hmm. Uh, putting in they they had a bunch of japanese maple in there that lived for about two years and then bit it in the summer heat yeah it's tough so uh that's that's not the best thing now the good news is that we've got so many other interesting plants that will prosper here yeah and that are kind of fun to grow challenging you can find some that are challenging but you have a better chance of uh being successful with them too. 
210-308-8867. Shane is on the line. Shane? Shane. Oh. Come back, Shane. What's going on, Shane? <laughs> he did hey, come guys. back, I think. Call back. <laughs> yeah, um... No, it's funny y'all are talking about skunks and doggy doors and stuff. I had skunks in my house last night that came in through the doggy door. Oh, no. Luckily, my, luckily my two dogs played possum, and they did not disturb the skunk. Oh, no. Wow. How did you How did you get them to do that? A skunk came through the doggy door? You're going to give Jerry uh-huh. nightmares. Yeah, now you're scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> No, he, he came in, and actually, when I'm outside, when I walk back in the house, you can smell that he was in there. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. Did he leave by himself? Yeah, he left by himself, and I believe it's the same skunk. This same thing happened about a year ago. Huh. Oh, no. You know, I I found that they get they get kind of comfortable with a household. My mind... A skunk will be under there this couple of years ago, the same skunk, and would be under the porch, and the dogs would be Yeah, barking, they live under a patio. Bark, barking yeah, at them. have a pier and beam home. Yeah. yeah. But did not, never sprayed, you know, and to uh, just uh, kind of, yeah, go ahead and bark, dogs. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but but you, get, you get kind of uh, lulled into yeah. being... Uh, Suddenly, you do something that offends them or scares them, and then you do get Yeah, especially with those dogs. Yeah. Uh, man, you talking about a, a skunk spraying. Well, ha- yeah. let the dogs pin him up somewhere in the corner, and they'll, they'll um, stink you up for years. So how do you get it out? Did it just... He, he said it went out by shame. itself. It went out, it went out on its own. Wow. From what I can tell, he was in the house about 20 or 30 minutes, and then he left, and... Went on somewhere else. Huh. Well, lock that door, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. it is an you electronic doggy door. It's an electronic door where I can set it to lock, and the dogs have collars that when they walk up to it, it'll unlock for them. Yeah. So I may, I may have to put new batteries in their collars, but they try to chew the collars off each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, would, I would try to try to trap that gun. You would, yeah. Try, try to trap that skunk because he's figured out, or she's figured out how to come in. Yeah, the doggy door. Yeah, the doggy door. And we yeah. don't, we don't want her teaching her young ones yeah. about that. Well, it's too bad, Shane. Yeah. She's probably out there, long gone. So you don't have to try to talk her into or catch her or anything. Yeah. <laughs> we hope. We I hope, hope not huh? because I, yeah, I trapped one once and that was not pretty. <laughs> I, t- I talked to a lady one time uh, that she had skunks, a lot of skunks in her garden and whatever. And I said, well, what do you do when you, you see a skunk, you know? She said, oh, they won't, they won't spray you. She said, uh, I just, if they're on the path that I'm walking on, I just pick them up by the tail yeah. and move them off the path. And she said that she'd never gotten sprayed enough. Gracious. Well, and I never have been brave enough to pick one up by the tail. Yeah, no. Well, that but is don't they have, don't they have to lift their tail to spray or something? Yeah, straight. Yeah. They have to they have to lift their tail to spray, 
but they also have to be able to clench their back legs. If you can grab them by the tail and get their back legs off the ground, they yeah. can't clench the spray. Okay, maybe that's what she was doing. So, yeah. but that's like My you're uh, getting them in a in a trap. How do you get, how do you get <laughs> let loose of the tail without <laughs> setting her off? Where did you hear that about the back legs? My uncle had a best friend in high school up in Alpine that okay. was, was not scared of skunks. He would, as long as he could keep them running, they couldn't spray. And he no. would run up behind them and grab them by the tail and pick them up. And every now and then they'd go throw one in the school. See, that, that woman was right. Yeah. She picked them up by the tail. Well, you got to test that theory now. No. No. <laughs> no way. I'm not testing it. <laughs> That's good information there, Milton. I yes. bet they, I bet you hear that kind of, you don't hear that kind of information on any other garden show in the state. I bet you're right. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> that was not a problem. You're going to give Jerry nightmares on that dog door, <laughs> though. You take care. Bye, we'll, we'll, Shane. Right, we'll talk to you good soon. Good afternoon, guys. Bye-bye. Good afternoon. All right, Wade is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Wade, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? Very good, sir. Today I'd like to inquire about a cutting I got that uh, seemed to be successfully rooted. It's called a sky flower, the lady told me, and I want to know how big this thing will get. It looks like it's going to be a bush of some sort. Is it a sky vine? Uh, it looks a little more, uh, no, it looks more like, uh, uh, that primrose type stuff, you know, like a bushy stuff like that. Primrose. Huh. Okay. Yeah, because I'm with, with Jerry, I've got a sky vine. Yeah, it's pretty. And, they uh, bloom in the fall. Yeah, and that will, that, don't worry about it, it only grows as tall as the building. <laughs> but it's Is got it the pretty... Flower? Yeah, it's yeah. got one of the prettiest blue beautiful, blooms. Beautiful blue, bloom. Sky blue. Right. Comes sky blue. In, and blooms in the fall, generally. Well, they're blue, they've started to bloom now, but they're, they'll get the serious bloom from now through the oh, yeah. cold weather. They just turn to bloom in the fall. Okay. Can you describe it a little bit? Well, it's real leafy green, and the, 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 the leaves are real uh, serrated on the edges and pointy. And um, it seems to like That's black clay about. soil. It seems like uh, black clay soil that likes it a lot. Yeah. That's not sky vine. Well, when no. I... Um, she when told I, me it was sky bush. Oh, sky bush. Okay. When I go Google sky flower, I get Duranta. Uh, no. Yeah. So I was trying, <laughs> well, I'll see if maybe there's a... Because Duranta has a bunch of names. Well, Duranta has a little serration on the leaf, too, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Is there a is there a blooms blooms on it now? They're very small purple cluster blooms. Oh, Duranta. Yeah, that could be Duranta. It sounds like it. And what do they call it? There's a whole bunch of different names they call it. Yeah, like pigeon berry or something. I got to go back and find it. Yeah, golden dewdrop, pigeon berry, Brazilian skyflower. That's br- br- Brazilian skyflower. That's oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a, yeah. That's, I think she. Did yeah. That, that. Yeah. That's a neat plant. That's one of the uh, favorite butterfly plants in the fall, and then the the berries. They have a really attractive yellow berry in the winter time. But don't you eat the berries? Yeah. Well, it right. roots real easy. 
Yeah. Says they're toxic. Right, it does. It does very easy. One yeah, thing it's a about nice trapping, uh, I, I trap a lot of skunks over here in a lot of estates up in, in near Castle Hills. And yeah. one thing about the skunks is I have a 4 by 8 sheet of plywood when they're in the trap. That's what I approach them with. The skunks? Yeah, when they're in a trap, I come at them with a 4 by 8 piece of plywood. Because yeah, so I what are they? Do they spray? Oh, so yeah. yeah, if they spray, they get the plywood and not him. Oh, boy, yeah. that's... That stinks, that stinks bad enough. <laughs> All right, we're getting lots of... here that are almost as big as dogs. Wow. Oh, wow. That's a big I mean, skunk. Just, re- just remember, as long as you, as long as you keep them moving, yeah, right. running, and... Uh, yeah, Wade, you don't want to pick and, it up by and, the tail? And, and pick them up the... by the tail, keep the feet off the ground, you'll be in good shape. If that doesn't work, you come to talk love... to Jerry. They seem to love the neighbor's pool. Really? Oh, that makes sense. You know, one of, one of the issues I have too is, you if you have dogs, some dogs learn pretty quickly and, the, mm-hmm. and they they avoid it, but you can just see, a, you can just see your dog saying, "I should run, but I'm not going to." So then you tr- go to try to keep the dog from getting sprayed, and then. Not only the dog gets sprayed, you get sprayed, too. Oh. So. <laughs> hey, Wade, uh, we got to take a break, but go check out Duranta online and see if that looks like what you got. I sure will. Thank you, sir. You bet. All right, Bye, we're, Wade. Uh, we're going to talk to Delb right after this, 210-308-8867. Delb's got a skunk story. I bet he's a skunk man. Okay, we're going to find out after this, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. You know what? There's always something great happening at Millburgers. And Saturday, August 31st, there are two great things happening at Millburgers. First, there's the kids' gardening class from 10 to 11, and it's entitled Fall Vegetable Planting for Kids. So you can guess it's going to teach your children how to grow their own vegetable garden. It's from 10 to 11. There is no cost, but we do ask that you RSVP by calling 210-497-3760. Also that day from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on August 31st, the Lions Club will be doing free screenings for you. Free vision screenings at Millburgers to test your eyes and make sure it's okay. And this one is for kids and adults. So be sure to come by and also bring a pair of used glasses that you're not using anymore to donate to the Lions Club and help them achieve their mission. For more information on both these events, go to MillburgerNursery.com MillburgerNursery.com What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedmap.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedmap.com. 
Terrorism, Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and other global dangers nearly every day. And while it may seem like the international threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. These dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation and threaten to destroy our way of life. Now it's time to energize San Antonio's conservative and Christian base and protect our conservative ideals. Join 9.30 a.m. The Answer on Tuesday, November 5th at the Norris Conference Center for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Speakers Dennis Prager and Sebastian Gorka will give you perspective and insight on what's at stake in the upcoming election. Get the information you need to give intelligent answers to the assaults from the far left by joining us November 5th for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Visit 930amtheanswer.com to purchase your tickets today. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Everyone's talking about fixed indexed annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will I lose money or make money? Is my retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune into Robin Hoppus in the Big State Financial Show Saturday mornings at 10 to learn more. She'll give you all the facts about annuities or call Robin at Big State Financial at 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show Saturday mornings at 10 right here on Freedom 1160. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, well, one of you guys going to help him. Jerry's helping him, and then... Well, oh, oh, we, we got somebody on the line? Yeah, we got Delb on the line real quick, and then we'll, we'll jump to you. Hang on. So hang on a second while he keeps looking. Hey there, Delb. Thanks for waiting. What's going on? Hey, it's a beautiful day, and anytime Jerry starts bringing up, you know... It's Are you there, Dale? He's there. Thanksgiving. Can you hear me okay? Yep, we can. We got you. Okay. Yeah, anytime Jerry starts bringing up the uh, possum cooking tips, you know that it's a quality gardening show. I love that. <laughs> well, do you Anyhow, have a skunk story? Which What was your skunk? Well, I, I do, but just real quick, can I just say that ad for Barry Hagendorf? Barry does such an incredibly awesome job on decks and fences and all kinds of good stuff. That man, he does an awesome job and beautiful work. Oh, good. But, uh, 
Thank you. I, yeah, Barry I, really I, does. He, he, did did you have him do some work for you? He's done work for me, and I've seen a lot of his projects, and he's also a friend and customer of mine. Oh, but, I have to uh, tell him you said hi. So would you would you agree that, that Barry is kind of a deck nerd? He kind of gets into this, doesn't like he? The Bill Gates of decks for San Antonio. Oh, they, I like that much just, better. I'm going to steal that, Del. Bill uh, free. And, uh, you know, there's nobody around here that comes close to doing... 10% as good a job on decks and fences as what Barry and his guys do. Thank you, man. That's nice of you. I, I've worked with Barry a long time. I'm going to tell him you called. All right. Well, very good. Well, Skunk, uh, i got to tell you, I was at a customer's home up in Austin last week, and I saw the coolest trap that I've ever seen. It made me want to buy one and go trap more skunks. Over the years, uh-huh. I have trapped hundreds, probably hundreds and hundreds of skunks in conventional live traps and had varying degrees of luck with getting them to not spray. And uh, this one is a trap called the Z-Trap. And you can see it at ztrap.com. All right. And the main part of the trap is... uh, piece of round PVC pipe and then it's got these solid doors that drop down on the ends and it's like a no spray no grief skunk specialty kind of trap it really put the craving on me to want to have one just to catch some skunks very cool have you pulled that up are you working on pulling that up no 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 ztrap ztrap ztrap.com alright I'll look and, it up. Uh, anyhow, it's good stuff. And uh, what, as a kid growing up, when we'd be mowing hay, which would be alfalfa, it was always fun when you got down to that last swath in the middle of the field because invariably there'd either be pheasants, cottontail rabbits, or skunks come running out of there. Yeah. They were coming along mowing. And when it was skunks or baby rabbits we would jump off the tractor and go chase them down and we caught lots and lots of skunks and i didn't know the thing about just hold them in the air and they couldn't do that but what we would do is tackle them and try and hold their tail down because they can't hold down if the trigger's not cocked and, okay uh, we're learning all kinds of interesting stuff about skunks they they are interesting little critters but uh, anyhow, you guys have a wonderful. Thanks, Dale. Thanks, Dale. You take Talk care. See you later. Bye bye. Call us again, man. All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Yeah, and by the way, yeah, uh, that was an unsolicited uh, recommendation of Deck and Patio Care. So you can uh, find Deck and Patio Care. He is a sponsor of the show, but. Uh, DeckandPatioCare.com. Uh, Barry is uh, the, yes, the Bill Gates of Decks and Patios. All right, so 210-308-8867. Yeah, do we want to try to, to get this guy on the air? I don't know if he's going to come on or not. Wait, who do we, the, this, the, this man here. Baroque? Yeah. I, let, I think Jerry's. Jerry's just finished it up? Okay. Did you want to talk about this? Did you want to be on the air? No. No, he doesn't want to be on the air. Okay, Jerry will wrap it up. and That's okay. Just finish it up, and then we'll. All right, 
308-8867. What am I doing? Oh, is this the, the GVST? You want to you read that? You want me to? Oh, yeah. yeah we're That's talking, the Gardening Essentials class. Yeah, Gardening Essentials class tomorrow starting at noon. And the uh, uh, first, uh, one of the presenters will be the uh, from Donald Sazler, uh, Warbler Woods Bird Sanctuary. And that should be pretty interesting. Uh, he's got a... Uh, quite a background in, ter- in terms of uh, uh, birding and uh, na- natural history. And plus he has that Warbler Woods Bird Sanctuary uh, in shirts. Uh, so who, uh, he'll, he'll be one of the presenters. And then this, the second presentation will be on bonsai. And uh, it'll be, you know, the basic questions. What are bonsai yeah. and how do you care for them? Uh, so the, the speaker there will will be talking about his long history and how he he evolved as a, a bonsai person. He's got about he's got a hundred plus plants that he uh, cares for, and he'll uh, uh, answer all your questions that you may have. And the thing about the uh, uh, the essentials class is that it's uh, they request a five dollar donation, but it, it uh, it's not required. You uh, get access to some snacks, get a lot of your questions answered. And if you're interested in uh, participating in the uh, uh, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, uh, all that information will be available too. They'll have they'll have exhibits and uh, and uh, sign-in sheets, and uh, they'll answer any questions you may have. So that's tomorrow tomorrow at noon, noon to 3 p.m. and it's at the uh, Garden Center at. Uh, uh, on Funston, uh, what is yeah, the, what's the address there? Uh, Milton is at three 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 Funston place. Uh, let me see. Twelve. Uh, uh, what's the address on what's the it? on the gar- the garden center, Jerry? Do you remember what the address of the garden center? Three 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 Funston. Yeah, thirty three ten North New Braunfels. Oh, okay. oh, there you go. Thirty three ten North New Braunfels. Over there at the intersection of Funston and New Braunfels, North New Braunfels. So uh, that'll be a good program. And for more information on that, you can go to gardeningvolunteers.org. There you go. Uh, and get it. Yeah, and I like it too, Calvin. I think because uh, I know that um, for gardeners, um, it seems, for people who do this uh, as, a, uh, as part of their lives, uh, that there's not only the gardening, but there's the social aspect of it, too. And that's what GVST provides, is that meeting with other people who enjoy it. You can either give advice, get advice, or just, uh, you know, go and have a good time and, and sign up for projects. So, yeah, this would be a good one to to, to learn yeah. about what they do. And plus, you can participate in some projects that uh, quite often will have a major impact on your community. Yeah, so, absolutely. So fun, it's fun. You learn a lot. Uh, get to work with people that uh, Well, you know, the funny enjoy. thing, and this is a different group, but it's the same principle. When we had uh, Mr. Hegel here, uh, Paul, yeah, yeah. Um, and he was talking about all the projects that the Men's Garden Club were a part of, all those, or many of them, most of them will say we're still around and did have a major impact on the community. And so GVST does the same thing. So it's, yeah, uh, you'll drive by things that are that GVST 
planted and put in, and you know we're a part of you know still today and stuff so yeah so uh check it out gardeningvolunteers.org and you'll learn more noon noon tomorrow yeah one at the garden garden center San Antonio Garden Center. Do you want to talk about what he was talking about? No. Or is it pretty depressing? Well, <laughs> I don't know. well it's something, I'd, something I've never seen before. Oh, wow. And not, uh, not, uh, not especially if it was on a 40-foot fir yeah. oak tree. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a bur tree. It was a huge tree. Uh, in his neighbor's yard, going over into his neighbor's yard. And uh, it was covered with... Uh, a uh, lint, lint-like material on, on the leaves, thick. It's on that thick, and uh, that's an aphid that has has a, that uh, that covering that he had. So uh, he was wanting to know what to what to use, what to do with it, and uh, he's only had it for two years, and uh, he couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't get to the top of the tree. He couldn't spray to the top of the tree. So I was, uh, I was kind of at a loss. The best thing I could come up with is uh, that that burrow gonna lose its leaves pretty soon. And uh, but those aphids will uh, overwinter in the bark of that tree. So I told him that. Uh, uh, if he could spray it, or spray uh, uh, as much as he could, with a dormant oil spray, uh, any time during the winter that the temperature is going to be above 45 degrees for, what is it, a week or, week or eight, 10 days. And uh, that would smother, uh, smother those uh, aphids and probably get rid of his, uh, his problem. But again, that's not an option because the tree's too big. And uh, he said he doesn't get on ladders anymore. He's a uh, he's our age, so he's got sworn off ladders. And he he had a had a foot brace on too, so yeah. he tried them. But uh, he can't, he can't, he said, well, I can get a a tree service to do that. Uh, to spray, you know, that have sprayers that reach to the top of that mm-hmm. tree. Yeah, that was a good idea. And spray it with, uh, they, they'll know what to do, spray it with the dormant oil. Yeah. Well, and the good the good news, though, too, if you if you don't do anything, uh, it's, uh, the bur oak is not a, under any threat. Yeah, what scared me was he said he's had it, had it last year for the first time, came back this year. Huh. He had more, even so, more? Yeah. Huh. So that means... That those aphids are overwintering on that tree. So, uh, have you seen that that kind of fluff, linty ne- stuff before? On I've the- never seen that. No, I've never seen that uh, aphid. But uh, I considered using uh, systemic insecticides on the root zone, but with a tree that big, that's impractical. Yeah, I think the dormant oil spray. Uh, it's his best bet. And it'll, be, it'll do the tree good anyway. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 
right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. You know what? There's always something great happening at Millburgers. And Saturday, August 31st, there are two great things happening at Millburgers. First, there's the kids' gardening class from 10 to 11, and it's entitled Fall Vegetable Planting for Kids. So you can guess it's going to teach your children how to grow their own vegetable garden. It's from 10 to 11. There is no cost, but we do ask that you RSVP by calling 210-497-3760. Also that day from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on August 31st, the Lions Club will be doing free screenings for you. Free vision screenings at Millburgers to test your eyes and make sure it's okay. And this one is for kids and adults. So be sure to come by and also bring a pair of used glasses that you're not using anymore to donate to the Lions Club and help them achieve their mission. For more information on both these events, go to MillburgerNursery.com MillburgerNursery.com Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian Values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, copyright, protect, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. 
or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com, W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R, LawFirm.com. Texas and all the songs today that Al got were from the uh, Sunday Woodstock performances. Oh, is that so right? Curtis is probably <laughs> wanting to call in and tell us that. Hey, 210-308-8867 is our number. It's the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, so uh, Al came up with a great idea featuring music from Woodstock. Hey, uh, Ed is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ed, what you know? Oh, how are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Um, well, I had a story about a doggy door, but first I wanted to say uh, my oleander is the only thing that I have that I haven't had deer uh, eat. Uh, I've got some esperanzas growing in a in a cage that I made out of cattle panels, and where the branches stuck through the side, they're just sheared off completely. I know you guys were talking about this yesterday, but um, the deer out here where I am, they, I mean, they eat Esperanza like it's candy. (laughs) Do you you have axis deer out there? I haven't seen one, but I imagine there are some around. Oh, okay. But but I got lots of whitetails. And yeah, they uh, that that's the reports we're getting on Esperanza that they're uh, they're eating in some areas and uh, some areas uh, they're not eating. Well, Kevin I says, think you can safely you, I, you guys have said not this before that you know they have deer resistant lists and deer proof lists, but right. there's exceptions to everything. Oh and yeah. I think uh, I think a deer will eat anything if they need water or if they're um, you know don't have enough to eat or if somebody's feeding them you know corn or something where they don't have a proper diet then they they just All get cubings. Right. But uh, one thing I wanted to say that y'all were talking about how toxic the oleanders are, and I've heard all these stories about uh, you know. Uh, you know, a, a kid got uh, blinded because he got an oleander leaf stuck in his eye, and you know, I've heard all kinds of animals died and that sort of thing. But before I knew that these things were supposed to be poisonous, uh, we had a white oleander growing on our place out by Candelia, and it would freeze every year and then come back up. And this oleander was about, I guess, maybe 18 inches high or so, multiple sprouts. And one of the calves went over there and ate that sucker right to the ground. And as far as I could tell, he never even had a symptom of any kind. So maybe it takes a while for him to develop, you know, because this was all fresh growth when they first came up, you know, after. Yeah. Uh, 
and, and the the one uh, the my volunteer that lost that uh, calf or cow to to Oleander's, they had 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 pruned some Oleander's back and threw an abundance of brush uh, over over in the pasture where the cow could eat a lot of it. Mm. So I imagine that's what what the problem was. Well, uh, so Ed, did oh, did you well, have a skunk? I'm here. I've got oleanders growing out, and the cows haven't touched them. So apparently, Good. the the if they're older, maybe they're smart enough not to fool with them. But the ones I have are hardy, and they don't freeze, so um, they don't have a lot of you know tender fresh growth on them so maybe that's the difference i don't know yeah are yours red or pink no they're uh, dark red dark and, red yeah hardy red them for many many years i got them on a i took some cuttings on one that was growing out on the side of the road where nobody ever watered it or took care of it or anything and i never saw any freeze damage on them when i drove by so i decided i'd take a couple of cuttings and they both rooted and now i've you know i've taken cuttings uh since then i've given away a lot of them and i've you know got a few of my own still yeah but i mean i've had these oleanders for i don't know probably 40 years oh good okay well well, i want to tell you about the doggy door Okay, real quick, i got to get one more call in. So Okay, I had some friends that lived out on 1863, and they were real proud because they were able to install a doggy door, and they came home after being gone for a weekend. (laughs) Every car, every cabinet, everything in their house was open and had been pilfered through. They thought they'd been robbed until... uh, Something had got in their refrigerator, opened the refrigerator door, and pushed all the food out. And, wow. That's a and raccoon. It, you know, there was some jars of jelly and milk and stuff like that that had gotten broken. <laughs> and they, they they figured it out because there was coon tracks and that jelly and stuff on the counters. There you go. Yeah, they, they've, they've got, got little hands. Yeah, now you're really getting Jerry scared. <laughs> well, they, and Thanks. they don't know whether it was one energetic coon or a hundred, you know, but there was lots <laughs> of them. I mean, lots of damage. Wow. Huh. After that, Thanks, they Ed. The door closed. <laughs> Thanks, man. Talk to you later, Ed. All right, thank, thank you. Thank you for calling. 210-308-8867. Going to get probably one more call in today. Uh, as we talk to Bud real quick on 210-308-8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to the show. What's going on? I need to ask about native agarita plant. The, agarita. Uh, okay. The the seeds. Should they be planted in the fall, you know, like the wildflowers? Or no. Something uh, different? Ag- agarita from seed. That seed has a... Uh, Double or triple dormancy. In other words, they're hard to germinate. Uh, we've, we've tried to fool with the seed for years. Probably probably the best way to grow an agarita from seed is trying to find some, some seed on the ground, which is not going to be easy. Yeah. But uh, you, you can plant them... Uh, plant them in the fall like a wildflower and uh, maybe th- through the winter time they'll have a 
they'll fulfill some of their dormancies. Okay. Uh, what about this idea? I was thinking, all right, for me to control the situation, to know what's going on, I'll take these seeds and put them in a pot and plant them, germinate them there, and then if they survive correct, I'll find the place I want to put them in the yard. Right, that'll work. That'll work. But but uh, don't get don't get too excited if they don't germinate uh, in the pot for a long period of time. Okay. They're just as likely to germinate when you dump them out. Yeah. Or you use yeah. the soil for something else. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thank Bye. you for calling. Thanks, bud. Bye-bye. You take care. All right. We just have a little bit of time left. Uh, don't forget, if you want more information on tomorrow's uh, gardening volunteers event, the Gardening is Essential class, go to plantanswers.com where yeah. you'll see a link. Or go to gardeningvolunteers.org. For more information on the kids' gardening class and on the uh, Lions Club event here that same day, go to milbergernursery.com. Milbergernursery.com. There you can get the newsletter. You can find out what's on sale. Find out about other activities that are coming up by going to milbergernursery.com. Thanks to Al doing a great job uh, getting everybody on the air and managing everything. And, of course, on behalf of the docs, thanks to you. For listening. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you next Saturday back here at Millburger, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.